Hopefully we are going out live. I've got a thumbs up on Instagram. Excellent. I've managed that one. That's going straight through the phone and I have no idea whether I am live through Twitter or YouTube. So fingers crossed that we are live through those different channels. Um, It says we're sending data, so hopefully we are going through there live. Right, so apologies to anybody on Instagram. You can't see my screen because I couldn't work out how to put it through my streaming software. So you've got a basic, uh, just a video of my face. Everybody else hopefully on Twitter and YouTube are getting this nice and live. Seems like we are, hopefully. Um, anybody, you could um, pop any questions that you want to into the chat bar. Doesn't matter where you're watching from. It should come up for me um, to answer at the end once I get through the read. Uh, just so I'm hoping that this is going live through everywhere. I'm just going to talk you through a couple of courses that I'm running. Um, so Andrew Cuff and I are live on a virtual course this weekend if you've got nothing better to do. Um, so there's still a few tickets available for that so it's Andrew Cuff talking red flags all day Saturday and then me talking rheumatology all day on Sunday what could be a better use of your weekend let's be honest um, so if you go to my website rheumatology.physio forward slash courses um, and you can find the booking link for that there obviously you've got about 24 hours I would say before um, that runs out other because we're gonna have to get the zoom links out to everybody so um, do head over if you want to manage that this weekend then do that nice and quickly um, I'm going to be in Derby for the day um, in November and that just be a whole day of me talking about rheumatology so go, do go and check that out and that's also you can book that through the same webpage rheumatology.physio forward slash courses and then if you're an Australian or a New Zealander on the same sort of time difference then Andrew Cuff and I are going to stay up all night one night in November I think it's the 19th and we're going to do a live course a virtual course for you all um, that you can attend in your own time zone so um, that should be quite exciting for us we've not done that before that will be something entirely new um, that we will be doing and trialing out And if it's popular then that's something that we can do again in the future so what we're going to do now is um, we're going to have a look at my newest blog that I've written so this isn't live yet so this is a sneak preview if you will of the of my newest blog um, about psoriatic nails uh, got quite a good little bit of traction when I posted about it originally on Twitter, so I thought I'll jump on the live stream, read it out, and then if anybody's got any questions, then please do send them my way. Um, I haven't had any questions through my live stream from Twitter or YouTube yet, so if someone wants to send me a thumbs up, let me know if, whether that's live. Um, otherwise, this is going to be just for Instagram, and you will have um, the people watching on Instagram will be very lucky that they've managed to get this entirely live um, and no one else has so let's um, crack on and read this so I've entitled this blog psoriatic nails um, and it's an interesting one uh, really in musculoskeletal practice because we do need to assess multiple systems we do this in many conditions for example thyroid hormonal changes diabetes and rheumatology is no different but it's often different symptoms and systems to the ones we're used to in musculoskeletal practice Quite often we're looking at the skin, the gut, and in this case, the nails. So my question to everybody, and you can put it in the chat bar if you want to, how many of you assess nails in clinic? So when you're in your musculoskeletal clinic, how many of you are looking at your patient's nails? And we should. It's highly important for a number of reasons. For example, clubbing. 
um, can tell us a lot about someone's general health. And in this case, it turns out to be very useful in psoriatic arthritis. A recent article came to my attention, and I'll use this blog to highlight some of the applications for us here in musculoskeletal practice. Psoriatic arthritis features in my rheumatology at a glance booklet and the scenarios ebook, and you can find those both on my shop. Um, so just again, head to my website, rheumatology.physio forward slash shop, and you can find all those things there. I always put this disclaimer in that uh, this blog is not a replacement for clinical reasoning, and if you're unsure, you need to get advice. So introduction. Psoriatic arthritis is an enthesitic condition under the umbrella of spondyloarthritis. This means that the autoimmune response is directed at the entheses, and that's where tendons blend into bone. It's a complex condition with a highly variable presentation, mostly peripheral, but some are predominantly axial, so affecting the spine and the sacroiliac joints. Most patients will have a psoriasis or a history of psoriasis, but a small percentage don't, and approximately one in four psoriasis patients will develop a related arthritis. Many will attend clinic with formally diagnosed psoriasis, but some won't. And unless directly asked, many won't immediately consider a link to their symptoms when you're asking their past medical history. So I would advocate asking directly in all attendees. Nails. Psoriasis can affect the nails as well as the skin. In particular, it can cause an appearance known as onchiolysis. And if you want to know how to spell that, it's O-N-C-H-Y-O. L-Y-S-I-S. -S. And if you want to have a look at it, that's the best thing to do. Just give it a Google um, and some really nice pictures of onchiolysis come up. But it's basically a painless detachment of the nail from the nail bed. And it can occur in any of the nails. So if you imagine, uh, I'm going to hold my fingers up to the camera, you probably can't see very well. But if you imagine where my nail detaches is quite near the end of my finger. Whereas in these patients with onchiolysis, it's sort of about halfway down the nail bed. So this particular study looked at the association of the presence of onchiolysis with tendon thickness and distal interphalangeal joint erosions. So basically whether there was an inflammatory effect on the tendons, so whether they were thickened and inflamed, and whether there were any erosions into the joints at the end of the fingers. They found that in patients with onchiolysis versus those with only cutaneous psoriasis, so basically those with psoriasis that only affect the, affected the skin versus those that also affected the nails, those patients had a higher likelihood of both thicker tendons and bone erosions. So what does that mean? So those patients did not have diagnosed psoriatic arthritis. So what these are are findings that could be defined as subclinical, i.e. existing pathology without reported symptoms. This is highly important because in other conditions such as rheumatoid arthritis, it's been shown that subclinical disease remains important and needs to be managed or progression can still occur despite having no symptoms. So to simplify that down, you can still get erosive changes in your joints despite not having any pain or swelling or redness of your joints, which is a bit of a nightmare really. So you take your drugs and you think you're fine because you've got no symptoms, and then all of a sudden you've still got erosions happening to your joints. Perhaps more importantly though, it provides an opportunity to appropriately refer to rheumatology for investigations and get an early diagnosis. We know that across the board in inflammatory rheumatological conditions, earlier diagnosis is associated with vastly improved outcomes in almost every measurable variable. Applying to MSK practice. So this study, in my opinion, adds weight to the rhetoric that I encourage. We must be aware of these symptoms that are involved in the systemic conditions, or we will easily miss opportunities to improve outcomes. Do I advocate looking at every patient's nails? No. Use your clinical judgment. Someone visiting with a sprained ankle probably doesn't need their nails checked. But if they have or had psoriasis, 
then I would definitely check them. If they have multiple joint pain, tendinopathy, insidious onset low back pain or buttock pain, then definitely check the nails. Spondyloarthritis diagnoses are unacceptably delayed and this is one potential avenue to improve that. We need to be assessing the nails in appropriate patients and making sure we know that we know what we're looking for. End. I hope this has been useful, it makes you consider your assessments in more depth and consider the body systems. Let's be the best clinicians we can for each patient by knowing as much as we can. Please do get me any feedback so I might grow and improve on my blogs and I do go into a lot more detail on psoriatic arthritis on my inline and online and in-person courses. So I haven't had any questions come in from Instagram, I can see that. Um, so we're just going to check the rest. I'm not sure whether the rest of the stream is working. So hopefully everybody's just found my blog super useful and um, no one's been too interested in asking any specific questions. If there's anything that's come up on YouTube and Instagram um, or Twitter that's not come through to me because of the some sort of technical glitch, then uh, never mind. What I'll do is I'll just answer them via text message. I'm sure I can see them as comments and I'll put them on and hopefully um, you'll be able to see them afterwards. I will put this, if you joined right at the end and you've missed me reading this out live, this will go out onto my YouTube channel, into, my, um, into the blog itself for you to watch or read when that goes live. Probably I'll probably put it live tomorrow and I'll also put the audio out on my podcast channel. You just need to su search rheumatology.physio in pretty much any of the podcast players and that'll come up for you. And you can listen to me to your heart's content. There are some other bits and bobs on there as well. I try to put something out as often as I can, um, but... There are only so many hours in the day and it turns out that I need quite a lot of them doing my rest of my jobs. So um, if you have been watching, thank you for spending your few minutes of your evening with me and I hope you found it useful. Uh, do check out the rest of my resources on my website, rheumatology.physio, um, and especially the courses which are, well, I like to think they're really good, but um, they do get pretty good feedback. So um, have a good rest of the evening and I will speak